Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Claudia, I'm very excited to talk with you, but let's not mess around with any chit-chat. We're here for one reason. Let's talk about cats. Let's talk about cats. I thought you'd never ask. Let's talk about cats. Let's talk about cats. Let's talk about cats. This is Let's Talk About Cats. I'm noted cat lady Mary Philip Sandy. My cat's name is Grendel, who is actually mad at me right now because I accidentally nicked her claw when I was clipping it the other day. You can't blame yourself. You can't. Thank you. You have to let it go. Thank you for that. It's very reassuring. So this is our guest. She's not a therapist. Uh, she's Claudia Restrepo, a producer, performer, comedian. You've seen her on BuzzFeed's Paralyte channel, but her most important role is as companion to Oscar. Exactly. An incredibly good-looking cat. Isn't he, though? We'll get to that later. He's very handsome. We will get to that. Oh, you know it. But for now, just give us a taste. Can you... Tell us about Oscar in five words. Chaotic, uh, comforting, wild, uh, anxious, but uh, ultimately friendship. Oh, I like that. It's been a lot of up and downs with with sweet Oscar. All right. Like I said, we're going to get more into this. But first, it is time for the cat quiz. And today's cat quiz, I promised you a bad pun. I'm going to deliver. Here it is. Today's cat quiz Perro-like. <laughs> Dog-like. What do you know about cats and dogs? Ooh, not bad. Claudia, I'll remind you there is a prize at stake, so this counts. Oh, no. Okay. We've got five questions. There's no time limit, but you can't drag it out. Try to answer as quickly as possible. Got it? Got it. Okay, here we go. Which animal has a better short-term memory, a dog or a cat? Ooh, cat. Correct. Their short-term memory is about 16 hours. Dogs can only remember things for about five minutes, so... But the cat chooses to act like they don't have a short-term memory. Exactly. They know, but they just ignore you. Yep. Okay. Question two. Let's say I have a dog and a cat, and I give each of them a spoonful of sugar. Which animal would enjoy that the most? Ooh, I guess dog. Correct. It is thought that cats have no ability to detect sweetness in food. Oh, I don't think I knew that. I learned it last night myself. They're obligate carnivores. They just want to eat meat. We live Mm. with these bloodthirsty monsters in our homes. Okay, according to the American Pet Products Association, are there currently more pet cats or pet dogs in the United States? Ooh, cats. Claudia, you're three for three. This is incredible. Woo! Yes! Killing it. Cat lady for life. There are 94.2 million pet cats versus 89.7 million pet dogs. Mm. I also want to give a shout out to the 9.4 million reptiles who might be listening. So good job, lizards. Wow. That's a lot of reptiles, actually. Yeah. More than I would be comfortable with. Okay. Question number four. Which was invented first, commercial dog food or commercial cat food? Oh, I would say commercial dog food. (gasps) Oh, my God. Claudia, four for four. (gasps) 
dog food was invented in 1860 by a British guy, and for a long time, people just thought cats would fend for themselves. Yeah, yeah. I got rats. All right, our last question. My fingers are crossed. You can't see me. My fingers are crossed. Oh, I'm sweating. Okay. In the 2001 action comedy film Cats and Dogs, a ruthless Persian named Mr. Tinkles plans to conquer the world by doing what? Is it, like, something to do with, like, hypnosis and turning the owners against dogs? Or am I going to give it to you? Oh, I'm going to give it to you on a technicality. He wanted to make all humans allergic to dogs. That's giving me almost too much credit. You know what? Listen, we're going to give it to you because you did say turn them against dogs. If you're allergic to the dog, you're going to turn against the dog. I'm calling it five for five. All right. Amazing. I'm not going to fight you on it. Claudia, congratulations. That was an incredible performance on the cat quiz. I feel like a lot of it is just showing that dogs, uh, they're always on like sugar highs and forgetting whatever bad thing happened five seconds ago. We will mail you your prize. Um, Mm. I'll tell you right now, it is a uh, cats versus dogs checkers set not a movie tie-in just cats and dogs generically oh my god i love it that's so great it is time to get more serious now our hot topic debate i want to go back to something that happened in july this show is let's talk about cats not let's talk about current events um this summer the new york times the paper of record made a very bold claim in a video saying that Dogs had supplanted cats as the Internet's animal of choice. And I want to read you a quote from this New York Times piece. In their platonic online forums, cats are individualistic, aloof, extremely spooky. Dogs are loyal, happy-go-lucky, not very spooky at all. Cats gaze impassively as the world burns. Dogs always look like they're smiling. Cats are entropy. Dogs are order. Claudia, how do you feel about these very bold statements? I do think it's sort of silly to compare chaos to cats. I think they are incredibly steady creatures, and dogs are probably the more easily spooked or frenzied. But like we just said, they're short-term memories. Like, what is it, five minutes? Five minutes, minutes. yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous. No. I mean, my main job is, like, the Internet, right? And I think half of what's on the Internet right now is stuff that's like, I can't even, or waking up to another day, (laughs) and cats are like Yes. Like, that's the cat spirit. It's not that they represent chaos. It's that we don't understand the order that they symbolize and that they bring to our lives. It's still a cat's world, like I promise. Right. I also think cat personalities are just so much more like people that enjoy the type of humor online, like people that share things are really like sarcastic, sardonic. And so the people that share it are going to share cat stuff. And even if people love dog stuff, that type of person isn't as active on the Internet. So it's just cats are always going to win. I like that. That's a really good insight. Thank you, Claudia. So this is a debate where we both agree, so we both win. I love when that happens. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to talk to you about, one of my favorite memes from 2017 were these Russian cat translations. Are you aware? I don't know if I am. Claudia! Russian cat translations. Cat translations. I think it started on Tumblr. Pictures of cats living their lives, climbing trees, eating sausages, whatever they do. And um, (laughs) the captions were in Cyrillic. They were in Russian. And people would sort of guess as to what it might say. And then someone who spoke Russian would translate and say, you know, what the caption actually said. And it was usually something very mundane, very dry, just a goofy little thing that some Russian person had written about their cat. Were we picking up on something? Were the Russian cats trying to save us? No one should ever hack an election. If you're listening to this, don't do it. But if you're gonna, I mean... Cat memes is a pretty good end game, I think. Yeah. If you're going to, like, commit cyber espionage. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a way to get into a lot of people's homes, for sure. 
Okay, so there you have it. The paper of record is wrong. I'm expecting a correction any day now. I will accept credit for it if they want to give it to us. But, Claudia, thank you. I think we agree. Cats have not been replaced by dogs on the Internet, and they never will be. And now the reason that we're really here... Claudia Restrepo, let's talk about your cat. I have so much I want to ask you. (laughs) Let's start at the beginning. How did you and Oscar meet? So my aunt uh, fosters kittens. And when me and my boyfriend at the time were hoping to get a cat, we just kind of went over to see what kittens she had. And we ended up picking Oscar. Now, what's he named Oscar when you, you named him yourself, right? So he actually came with the name Ridley, named after Ridley Scott. Okay. Oh. So his middle name is technically Ridley. We kept that. Okay. But we sort of had like a running joke before we ended up getting a cat. We kept talking about our, our cat Oscar. When we get our cat Oscar. So we walked into it knowing, you know, this cat would be being named that. The name Oscar came from a movie as well? It comes from Ghostbusters 2, in which the baby is named Oscar. So is that your favorite was, movie? Uh, it was actually my um, boyfriend at the time's favorite oh, okay. films, but through a long relationship became one of my favorites. And to this day, I still love them. Has Oscar seen uh, the film Ghostbusters 2? Oh, I'm sure he has. From the time that he spent living with us, absolutely. Got it. Did he see the 2016 remake? We weren't able to take him to the mm. theaters, but I really hope that by the time there's a third, we will have created a world where we can take our cats to theaters. So yeah. Hopefully. I just thought he might like that. You know, Kate McKinnon, a great, great actor and also a great cat lady. Yes, she is. Gotta get her on the show. We should. Kate, come on. Um, But, you know, they have screenings, at least here in New York. Some movies, they have, like, screenings for people with babies, which sounds like a, 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 a hell to me, to sit in a movie theater full of babies. <laughs> it really does. But stay home then. Like, But a screening for people to bring their cats, I feel like that could be interesting for the right movie. It's just a film of, like, a uh, fish. It's just an underwater documentary, and they're all transfixed. Finding Dory, isn't that what that was? Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we just do that. <laughs> so I've been watching your videos, the Paralike videos, for, for a while now. I really enjoy them. And one of the things that I love about the videos you guys make is the camaraderie between you and the other people on your team. However, I have noticed as a longtime viewer, I get the sense that you might be the only cat person on the Paralike team. Is that true? It is very true. Um, <sighs> I am often singled out as the cat lady, which is a crown I wear, you know, with pride. So that's fine. How do you handle that on a day-to-day basis? <laughs> I'm the butt of a lot of jokes. I don't know. A thick skit, I suppose. Do you try to educate them on cat person culture? Oh, absolutely. They've learned a lot through me. I'm like a, the ambassador to the team. I'm really teaching them a lot about their fellow cat people. Like anything I do that's like at all like a, like a cat's behavior, they're like, look at her. She's doing it. She's just a cat lady. There was one uh, one video where I believe they voted you most likely to be a spy because you like cats. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, Claudia, I got to ask, are you a spy? If I was, I wouldn't tell you. So I'm going to deny it. All right. That was a test and you passed. You know, one of the operating theories of this show that I do is that being a cat person can transcend a whole lot of differences. But at the same time, one of the great things about what you do is bringing Latinx culture to the world in a way that really isn't happening in a lot of other places. So I want to know, as someone who works in that space and is a cat person, is there anything unique about the relationship that a Latinx person might have with their cat versus someone like me who's a whole bunch of other things? I will say that I think, at least from what I've seen, Latino families are probably a little more 
lean towards dogs. And I think that's just like a cultural thing. Families are really important to us. We have big families. I feel like mm-hmm. dogs sort of fit into that. And cats, you know, they're a little more singular. They do their own thing. But I'm trying to think if that sort of translates into a way that I, like, experience Latinidad or, like, create content. I do think me as a content creator, if we, like, take the stereotypes of being a cat person, like, I'm a little more private, uh, maybe get a little too heady sometimes. For oh, I can't relate to that at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. This podcast about cats. Yeah. Um, if we were to, like, give a personality to, I think, a lot of online personalities, they you would, you would say they're dogs, right? Right. They're, like, Look at me. Look at this cool thing. Look, I just posted this photo. You want to see this photo? Oh, my God. I just went on this cool trip. You want to see my trip pictures? They're awesome. Whereas I'm, like, very careful and, like, curated about the the work I do. And I do think I try to bring that to my work that's, like, on Perro-like or anything about Latinidad is um, just sort of thinking very carefully about what I'm presenting or saying. And sometimes that's a good thing. And sometimes you just need to get your work out. Yeah. I don't know. Does that answer the question? Yeah, absolutely. No, no. I mean, there's no right and wrong here. We don't believe in that. Is Oscar bilingual? Absolutely. I don't know. He, he can tell the tone that I'm upset with him in, in any <laughs> language. So He doesn't listen either way, but I Okay, well, that's the thing understand. with cats, right? Like, whatever language they understand, it's really a matter of whether or not they choose to react. Yes, absolutely. Do you foresee a career in entertainment for Oscar? I mean, agents, hello? God, you know, I truly, this is such a silly thing, is like, I kind of wish he was better like traveling or on sets because he's so handsome. Mm-hmm. I'm like the mom with like a perfect kid for Gerber commercials, but it cries all the time and like doesn't like to be around people. So I can't take him on sets. He's too wild. He's too wild. You, know, you can't tame him. You hear that about some celebrities, right? Like they're so talented. They're so good looking, but they're just, you know, like tough to work with. Yeah. He's going through his like Shia LaBeouf phase. He's just, Ooh. he's too crazy. It would be tough, I think, to live with Shia LaBeouf as a cat. It, it is difficult, but you know. He's my guy. Does he watch your videos when you release new content? Does he curl up with you and watch? <laughs> I think he doesn't care at all. But that's good. That keeps you humble. Yeah, he keeps me humble. Yeah. It's very easy, I think, in show business to get carried away with the public persona. And then if you come home and Cat Shia LaBeouf is waiting for you, not caring, I think that's got to be good. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. You work in entertainment. I'm here in New York. New York has lost a lot of its great comedians to Los Angeles, um, I guess because you can make money there, and that's a thing people are into. Do you feel like cats in L.A. are, are perhaps more showbiz-oriented? Probably cat parents are. I was in New York a few weeks ago for 
the first time in my adult life, I was like, uh, wow, in the big city, like holding my backpack strapped, like <laughs> I'm here. Uh, so it definitely felt like a different city and like completely different vibe. And I kind of am like, how do you have a cat in New York? And I'm a little spoiled because Oscar's indoor outdoor. <gasps> oh, and he he would be a terror if he was just indoor. Like it would be a film where like I end up dead on the floor. So I just can't imagine having him in a tiny New York apartment. You you have a yard? We moved very recently, me and my roommate, and we have a backyard area. But he's he's just a kind of good at keeping close to home. I mean, a yard's not going to keep a cat in. If he wants to no. get out, he's out. Does he hunt? You know, I was out of town just this last week in St. Louis, and my roommate said he brought me a mouse, <gasps> which, uh, honestly, I have never seen him do. My roommate's cat is indoors now, but at our last place, um, her cat was also indoor-outdoor, and I just assumed we would get treats every once in a while. And I only saw her cat bring treats, so I was very flattered, touched very much that he (laughs) had brought something while I was out of town, but then felt very bad I was not there to uh, receive the gift, I suppose, or say thank you, but no thank you. How does Oscar get along with your roommate's cat? They tolerate each other. Mm. They're like an old couple that's been together 50 years, and, and it's just like, I'm glad you're here but I also don't want to talk to you. Mm. So it's, it's one of those relationships. Can we give a shout out? What is your roommate's cat's name? Olive. She's such a sweetheart, just such a different personality. She's a homebody, home loaf. <laughs> a home loaf. <laughs> yeah. Oscar's just like the blue collar guy with a drinking problem comes home and it's just like, what's for dinner? <laughs> He's just <laughs> such a different personality. I mean, I know we've talked about how he's difficult to work with, but I kind of feel like I want a sitcom starring Olive and Oscar right now. You know, it's it's like great having a creative job, but then at the end of the day, you're like, I just want to have a beer and sit at home and, you know, not do some more video work. But that has been a goal of mine is to at least do some sort of short, either about like him just as like a comedic character or like my relationship with him, because I do feel like there's a lot there and uh, he conveys a lot of emotion with his little face. How would you describe your relationship with Oscar? I'm like the mother that's being called into school for like something awful that he did. And I'm the one that's like, well, he must have been provoked. I mean, have we talked to the other child? Can we talk to their parents? Like, it wasn't his fault. But it often is. It's like always his fault. He's always been like an aggressive cat. Like whenever someone pets him, I'm like, be careful because he might swipe at you or... When he wants something or is upset, he will, like, nip ankles. Mm -hmm. It's like a dance. Like, I know when I can pet him and I know when he's going to be in a good mood. But anybody that comes in contact with him is just like, wow, he's kind of wild. I'm like, yep, that's, that's my boy. I don't mean to pry. Well, I do mean to pry. That's what I'm here doing. But Please. Uh, this is what, yeah. <laughs> um, when you and your ex, uh, you got Oscar together, this is something I've experienced. When you break up with someone and there's a cat involved. Oh, my gosh, yes. Always a difficult situation. So how did that go down? It was rough. Um, you know, pets are an emotional thing. And I see other people uh, with dogs where they try to do sort of like split parenting. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that works. And a while ago, I had a coworker that kind of had to decide that he didn't need more contact with his ex, you know, and sort of had to decide to uh, give the dog to her. And, like, my heart just, like, bled for him because he loved that dog. I remember for the first summer that we were broken up, Oscar was with him and I think was certainly an emotional bomb. Mm -hmm. And then uh, when it was time 
for him to move as well. Uh, Oscar came to be with me, and it was kind of always assumed that he'd probably end up with me. I, I, I don't know why it works out that way, but it, like, kind of did. He wasn't able to take him. Mm-hmm. It was very sad. I, I just remember him sort of being like, can he stay one more night or something so I can say bye? I'm going to, I know, I'm going to, I'm going to cry. Um, It was very, it was very emotional. And we, we talk so rarely, but in the very rare instances that we do talk, he's like, you know, say hi to Oscar for me, like give him a kiss for me. It's hard um, having the reminder of that, you know, kind of every day. And like, I've done very good finally (laughs) at the purging, right? right? Like where I like truly don't have, any artifacts of that past relationship mm-hmm. anymore and it's been hard and it's been a process but like you could ask me what do you have I'm like nothing I got rid of it all but I have Oscar yeah and he's there every day and he's there and... for you he's there for you as you navigate this emotional terrain that's true I mean truly he's been the constant even if he's you know a bother sometimes <laughs> and like when I have to take him to the vet because he got another cat bite <laughs> it's just like god damn it Oscar um but yeah, he is he is the constant and man, he's been there. And you need that. Yes, absolutely. I feel like especially when your job is to be funny in public. And I know that feeling of being absolutely wrecked by something in your personal life. You get to work and everyone's like, "Hey, where are your jokes?" And you're like, I yeah. don't have jokes. <laughs> oh my god, yes, I just want to lie down and cry on my cat. Yeah, I just want to watch other cat videos online at work. Can I just yeah, do that? Yeah. And it's like, nope. And you're on and Yeah, five. and you got to and you got to have that. It's like you're a car that's running out of gas and then the cat just puts its paw on your hand and is like, "All right, I might I might rip your face off in a minute, but also you can do this, you know?" That's exactly him. When I'm the most down, he can definitely tell and uh he can be very sweet. So you have a creative job, and one of the perks of a creative job is that you work really hard, but sometimes you get to work from home. At least I do. I don't know if that's true for you. Yes, I do. I uh, do get to work from home sometimes. How does Oscar feel about that when you're taking up space in his house during the day? The hope is that he's outside most of the day because he is like a toddler. It's like if he doesn't work out his energy, he will be a terror at night and never go to bed. But he will sometimes get on a really bad schedule where he doesn't sleep and then he wants to sleep all day and it's nice that I can come home sometimes and be like go you need to do a lap if he's if he's being bad and kind of being aggressive and annoying I'm like go outside and do a lap take a walk and then come back it's funny because that's exactly what I say to my three-year-old as well that's yeah (laughs) yeah he needs to be on a schedule and if I can take a I suppose a moment to be like I do know that indoor outdoor cats are sort of a contentious topic yeah and I completely understand all the arguments against outdoor cats, it statistically does shorten their lifespan. I definitely have to be on top of my flea medication and, and yep. tick medication and all these things. Man, but this guy, I just don't know what I would do if he was uh, strictly indoor. And he has always been aggressive and anxious and, like, sort of up and down. And the second he started becoming indoor-outdoor, it was just, like, night and day. I just want to acknowledge everybody that's, like, outdoor cats are a bad idea. And I'm like, totally. He's gotten in fights. But I do feel like if I could ask him, like, hey, buddy, do you want to stay indoors and you might have a couple more years with me? Or do you want to be outside? He'd be like, outside. Claudia, though, that is what being a good parent, whether it's of a cat or a person, is all about, is knowing your creature and knowing who they are and what they need. And there's all this advice and stuff out there that you read. I'm talking literally right now about both my kid and my cat, where it's like people <laughs> want to tell you what to do. And it's great to take that in. But ultimately, it's, it's you know, no one else can tell you how to raise your cat. 
in of course it's simplest, you know, not comparable to a child way at all. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. In, a, in a sense, it's preparing me for the like, well, they just got a car and I'm going to be worried for the rest of my life. But that's what it is. Because yeah. when he goes outside sometimes, I just have to trust. I'm like, well, hope he comes home. Come on, buddy. Absolutely. I grew up with indoor-outdoor cats as well. And it's like there were some nights where it's like, oh, where is she? This was not in New York City. This was in the middle of the woods in Maine. And then you had that great feeling of like, you know what? She chose to come back. Yeah, that's true. You know, I live with the reality that he might not one day. But uh, that's why I try to make use of the time we have. That's inspiring. If I can touch really quick on something that yeah. I'm sure there are other people out there that like also have like kind of difficult cats or dogs and then have had the experience of trying to like date when they have this like kind of difficult roommate, you know? <laughs> and that has definitely been something I faced with sweet Oscar. Anyone I've dated sort of after my ex, you know, has a jab, has a joke about how old is Oscar? Okay, so we gotta deal with him for X amount of years. Oh no. And it's very funny with my current relationship, which is like, you know, one of the best I've had in, in years. Even that I've had to at one moment be like, so sometimes when you make jokes about Oscar, um, it kind of hurts my feelings. So it's definitely yeah. Yeah. been a point of contention a little bit. Well, Oscar came first. I'm sorry. Oscar has yeah. precedent. Yeah. And it's a weird thing to be like, I got to find a man that puts up with or a woman that puts up with Oscar as much as my ex did. You know? It's- yeah. Listen, again, this is something I can relate to. You love me. You love my cat. We're a package mm-hmm. deal. And if you don't yeah. like that, go on somewhere else. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. And if- he's <laughs> one of my best friends. <laughs> I love this idea that maybe someday you'll you'll be with your partner. Oscar's going to get up, walk over you know, put a paw on the on the on the lap and be like, I accept you now. I mean, he's so up and down that like the other day he swiped at my boyfriend and he was like, what? But, uh, you know, several months ago, he will sit very calmly with him. And I'm like, wow. Does your boyfriend understand how momentous that is that Oscar is now tolerating his existence? The fact that he does tolerate him, it is a big deal. And uh, I try to remind him of that when he does take a nip at him. I'm like, hey, he takes more nips at other people. That's something. It could be a lot worse. Yeah, basically. <laughs> he didn't go for the knees. He went for the ankle. There you go. There you go. If that's not true love, I don't know what is. Okay, so we have some listener shout-outs. We want to say a very special hello to Sully in New York City. Uh, my note here says, Sully, you've been very good lately, cuddling all night, not waking up your person at 4 a.m. Good job, Sully. Congratulations. Please keep it up and keep listening. We, we love to hear from you. Um, I'd like to do a personal shout out to my friend, Harry the Cat in Portland. Harry recently lost his brother, Capone. Uh, Capone was a dog. I loved him very, very much. And I know that this time has been tough for Harry and for his entire family. Everybody in Portland loved Capone, misses him very much. And I know that Harry is providing a lot of comfort to uh, his friends and family at this time. So, Harry, we're sending you our love and hope you're doing okay. Uh, If anyone listening would like me to send your cat a shout-out, you can email the show, shouts at letstalkaboutcats.com. Just tell me your cat's name, where they live, and if you have any sort of special little message you'd like me to include on an upcoming episode. All right. That is our show for today. Uh, Everyone, you should definitely check out Paralike on YouTube. Claudia Restrepo. yeah. If people want to keep up with you and everything you are doing, obviously your Instagram is Claude Dog. But is there anywhere else that that people should follow <laughs> you? you? Have to, like <laughs> spit that out. Yeah, Instagram is definitely the the place to find me. I have a 
you know, a website where I kind of update any uh, work I'm, like, especially proud or excited about, and that's just ClaudiaRestrepo.com. Um, but, yeah, mostly just check out Petalike's YouTube page. My Twitter's Claudio Restrepo, but uh, I'm not really great at updating it. I'll work on it. Okay. We'll see. It's good to have goals. All right. Thank you, Claudia. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about this. So go check her out and check us out. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you like. They all work. And leave us a review. Please, it helps. And you can subscribe to our newsletter at letstalkaboutcats.com. That's it for this week. My name is Mary. My cat's name is Grendel. Our producer is the notorious Lizzie Jacobs. Our theme song is by Poingley with additional music by The English Muffins. Our show logo is by Julia Emiliani. Thanks for listening. We'll talk more next time about cats. Let's talk about cats. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.